gotta wait for the, the oh, buddy. You gotta wait for the red. There we go. I hit the button and you pulled the ads already. Thank you. We're good. Yes. yes. We Sweat Equity Podcast and streaming show, pragmatic entrepreneurial advice with dick jokes. Little added value up front. You want to get some census data that looks a little classy, better than better than normal. Go to data us. I think. Data. Sorry. Data. USA.io. Push that'll, ads. That'll make your, uh, that'll give you like an infographic and all the census data. This episode of Sweat Equity. Oh, wait. This is hosted by me, Law Smith. Ah. To my right, your left, Eric Redinger. And on the third mic, back, back to be our producer, John Paul. What up? Champagneac. Pictures. And he sucks already. Oh, man, he's rusty. Buddy, click the button. Take the mouse and click it in the little uh, screeny thing, and then it'll get you back on track. That's Tampaniac. Boom. Okay. T-A-M-P-A-N-I-A-C.com to get your to get your pictures on. Is it not working? Okay. Hey, this is what happens when we go live. We're having some tech difficulties. That's no, fine. We're not. I'm going to plow through. Bye. This episode's brought to you by Grasshopper. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Get you $75 off an annual plan. When you get a you want a scalable business phone line, don't use Google Voice. Don't go right to your don't go right to your your cell phone and you go, who dis? I like to say no limit studios as a joke. That's my that's how I roll. But if you want a business line, you want to act professional, try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Get you 75 bones off an annual plan. $75 off an annual plan. No one is giving you that. Any podcast, find find a better deal than that. That's trygrasshopper.com forward slash sweat. 75 bucks off an annual plan for a business phone line. Warby Parker, warbyparkertrial.com forward slash sweat. Like Key Sweat, get you five free pairs to try on at home. Get that prescription sunglasses, eyeglass wear. Get five to try on at home. Don't like them? Send them back. Don't get ripped off by big eyeglass sunglass wear they're all owned by one company warby parker is the disruptor in the game and lastly expressvpn try expressvpn.com forward slash sweat get you three months free off an annual plan you want to anonymize web web searching you guys are pointing jazz hands on the off camera try expressvpn.com forward slash sweat it's three months free off an annual plan log into a different country have that IP search from there. Anonymize web traffic searching. Let's get this show started. Jump all. Howdy, Tommy. Nope. Fucked it up. Hit. Pull that shit off there. Pull the ad. Look at me. Look at me. Hit. Click on it. Up in the top right. Yes. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Good. Good. Oh my lordy! Woo! This is what everybody wants. Let's see if he does it good. Sorry, I've been playing that music the whole time. My bad. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gosh. hollering at him. Uh, Are we really doing a show right now? Yeah, okay. we're live too, dude. This is get it together. <laughs> you guys need to get it together. Yeah, you two I need do. to get it together for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. John Paul, I've got a little something for you. Wait, uh, Halloween candy. Y'all give me your best? Snickers. I don't want to play this game. We're grown men. What are we talking about? Candy? Yeah. All right. Uh, what are you, Butterfinger. Alan Iverson? Old school. We talking about practice? Yeah. Old school Butterfinger, before they messed it up, was the, 
the legitness, yeah? Stop, I don't, don't I shake don't know if, your head I, uh, no. I'm not like with you on that either. Opinion. I don't think they changed the formula. They definitely did. Butterfinger? Yes, that's on record. I think you've changed, man. I have, actually. <laughs> I, I think your palate's changed. You're all keto gay and all that stuff. <sighs> no, but Butterfinger is on record as changing the formula for sure, dude. Taste of Butterfinger now. You want me to get one? Yeah, yeah, I would. Okay. Yeah, because you know what people like to hear in audio is people eating something on air. Were you joking? I, I'll eat one, but I'm saying I, I don't know if my palate's going to... We were talking about... I thought you were serious. Before you came in the I'm room, the John Paul and I were talking about uh, like blind taste tests and how you eat. Do you think you eat with your eyes a lot more than we really think? Like oh, yeah. if, you, if you go to a nice restaurant and it's got a nice presentation... Right, yeah, it it tastes it, way it's better. Like magic, almost a magic trick, a little bit. You know, it's not like that much better if you really analyze it. But you're you, you're so hungry, and they got you at a weak moment. Where somebody like, else brings it to you, right? And it's already hot, and you don't have to do the dishes. And I'm staring in John Paul's eyes, you know, at the, across the table. He's trying to pretend like he's not here. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Don't go, he's gonna go silent the whole time, gonna, and then he's gonna blame me later, even though I already got you on camera. Yeah, you, you're gonna gargoyle us, buddy. Nice try. You might as well start talking. I gave my answer. Okay. The Snickers. But I'm saying, uh, but we, we make, I mean, the old trope and in, 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 uh, just any kind of business, just old school business 101 is we make uh, purchasing decisions with emotion. Yeah. Well, it's funny, well, we, but we all know that, yet we, don't, we can't unhinge ourselves for, to make bad decisions sometimes. No, we just, we value our own emotions, so somebody who triggers them gets our sale. Well, I look, I, the, I've never... The guy who connects with you at the car dealership is the guy who gets your money. Right, 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 right. Well, there's the thing of like, okay, uh, I'll definitely make impulsive kind of purchases for sure. Like, it beca- it's definitely because it's so easy now to do anything. Someone say protect me? <laughs> I, that one, that's a, that's a thought through one. I know, we've talked about it so much. It's coming. I'm gonna get it. No pun intended. But uh, did you come in? <laughs> but um, I'm scared. Up. I'm a little scared. Okay. What? I don't want to get my look. You were so gung ho when no. it was my vasectomy. I'm gonna do it. I just <laughs> I gotta drum up what 600 bucks. How much is it? 500. 500. Yeah, I gotta do that. Then I gotta figure out. You gotta plan it a little bit ahead because you can't lift anything for a couple days, right? No, those aren't reasons. <laughs> Just do it. No, I'm gonna do it. I, I did it one time. I, I I had it planned out to do. I was doing it the next day, and I it was such a pain in the ass. I was so stressed out. It was such a pain in the ass to get my parents involved to pick up the kids from school. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What kind of surgery do you have?" And I'm like, it's "Very Hernia. ironic." <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. And they had to have that kids. awkward like, "All right, I'm getting a vasectomy." And they're like, "Okay, that's cool." No, that's you're neat. not. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Okay. I know my mom wanted to say something, but she was caught off guard what this is all about. I was like, so we'll just put the car seats in your car? Right. Actually, John Paul picked me up for my vasectomy. Remember that, buddy? You told me you wanted to jog out of there, but you're you're goddamn, you're a weirdo. Like, you're, you could have been a jackass it's, dude, kid. It's not that bad, though. You have a weird pain tolerance or, like, ability to just <laughs> maybe bite your tongue. <laughs> to be fun. <laughs> no, I'll hurt myself to be funny for my friends in the parking lot of the vasectomy doctor is what it is. So you were about yeah. to jog out. I was like, what's going to be rad for John Paul to roll up on when he comes to pick me up? No, I, Cartwheel. <laughs> not so rad. Did so you do did, it? You did one of those skip jumps where you jump in the air and you skip your or you clap your feet together. Right. One of my classic skip jumps. So the, co- yeah, the cost benefit of Some that. Some people call me cool, Eric. 
That's a new one. Ooh, where'd you get that? <laughs> Workaholics. The, Some people call me cool, Eric. And that's true. The, but the cost-benefit of doing that joke is not worth it. What was that, a one? Right. Did John Paul even laugh? He, he, I don't even know. The glare on his windshield was so, like, I couldn't see his face. That's even worse. You couldn't right? even get the reaction? And I couldn't be like, was it funny? Because <laughs> that would have Did you like that, it. Playboy? And he's like, what? So he's playing on his phone, not even looking. Right. Uh, it probably was. So so that you did that to open your stitches up, possibly, mm-hmm. which you could have commodied yourself. Nah, I'm good, dog. Well, look, I, I was thinking about we make, we make a lot of decisions on what we purchase on Emotion, which is uh, interesting if you really break it down and, like, just go through all the shit you buy. How deep are you about to go on me and my emotions behind my vasectomy? Well, no. In th- oh. I was reading something about enthusiasm, negative or positive, really plays into voting. And we're two days away from from the biggest election of all time. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm still wondering. Fucking thing sucks. We're, we're, in a, the election. we're in a maze of misinformation and disinformation about uh, what numbers are what. And it was like, all right, so four years ago, everything's polling that Hillary's going to fucking crush it. And then Trump comes out of nowhere and does it. And now it's really interesting that <laughs> it seems like Biden's way ahead in a lot of polls. But then there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like, fuck you people that are voting for Trump that aren't doing any polls, they say. I don't look at polls. I don't, I mean, I don't either, but I don't know. John Paul, you love politics. What do you think? Oh, what are you doing, dude? What? 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 I just want to have a good discourse. What? Okay. All right, go ahead. I don't know. I I, I truly peep, I, I think most people Politics. I would go. say 90% of the people voting are voting on emotion. I've never been polled. <laughs> Not even the family feud? 100 people polled outside who? I want to know those audiences are polling. Like, do they go to Mall of America or do it? Absolutely. Like, is it something like it's that? It's at the mall for sure. You want to make $5? Sure. They should qualify that a little bit. Why? A hundred people at we the... We all bought in. A hundred people... We're all in. We're not... Nobody's like, oh, excuse me. Has, uh, anybody this... show me the references on how uh, legit these people are? No, But think of the smartest people that you know. How many would do a poll like that? How None. Many, how many would be at the mall? But that's part of the game, dude. Okay. You got to put yourself in that mindset of mall walking survey taker. I just wish they would say it like... A hundred people tailgating at a <laughs> Buffalo Bills game. <laughs> Have you seen Buffalo Bills fans? Like now, it's a thing for them to park in the parking lot like fatty. No, yeah. what? Yeah, dude, that's how they party. Buffalo Bills fans get down. Ew, dude. Yeah, they don't care. They're wearing that new Buffalo. era cat. They don't care. The name of the town is gross, even. <laughs> they're, they're, they're Buffalo humping in the parking lot. Yeah. If they don't have a name, that should be what good it's for called. them. It's there is a lot of funny shit out there of just like now it's a thing. I'm a buffalo baby. <laughs> yeah, just like just twenty twenty pounded, pounded it out in like the back of a truck. Yeah, Oof. yeah, all like just big white on big white <laughs> kind of going on there. Big I would love to yes and this situation for you, but come on, uh, you're too hard. <laughs> you have too big of an erection. Come my pants. Uh, but I think if you think about how many, I want, I bet. The voter turnout this year will be higher because it's so vitriolic now. Ooh, it, good word. It's so thanks, mom. What? It's so it's so emotional. I think it 
I think a lot of people voted in Trump just because they, they hated Hillary a lot. Yeah. You got to believe that a little bit. Yeah. And then it was, there I feel was like a lot now, of now we're sure. getting both that. Both sides are doing that, really. Right. Which cancels each other out, right? Mm. We'll see. I, I, I wonder, doesn't like 40% of America not vote? Uh, it's something crazy. I don't know. It's something absurd. You I, know, that's something, if you were going to bring up the voting, you should have pulled these numbers up there. But it, the polls and stuff, it's like it doesn't necessarily matter what the polls return because, like, Hillary won the popular vote. So, like, she, you know, the just because it polls a certain way doesn't mean the Electoral College is going to, you know, play out the way you want it to. Yeah. he. Which uh, is so stupid. It's all so dumb. De- Donnie T, our president, our best president ever, um, un- until Kanye gets in. <laughs> what? Like, I, have to wait for a I know you're waiting for it, but uh, you know I wanted to just let it ride. He he played. You ever play Risk? That's kind of how you no, play. No dork. <laughs> yeah, dude. Risk rules. Fuck you. What? Risk is awesome. Are you shaking your head over there? You don't like Risk? Never, what? Never played it. Oh well, then how can you? <laughs> you can't shake your heads like nah. Isn't... Well, I know you're a dork because I've never. Right. Played he it. agrees with me on you being a dork about it. Cool. I like Don Paul being here. Te- what is going on? on? Yeah. Let's gang up on him. Voter, what is this? VAP? Is that like WAP voter turnout? Do you guys know what happens if there's a tie? Uh, it goes. They have to arm wrestle. It's just as stupid as everything else about it. What? The House of Representatives elects the president, and the Senate elects the vice president. Oh, weird. Oh, I I vaguely remember this being a thing. Yeah, I looked it up. How can we have a tie? We're, we, we're set, the electoral college is set up that we could have a tie. Yeah, that's all. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I think it changes depending on how many you know congressmen, women you have per state. Like you get more electoral votes based on your population. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely there could be a tie. I think. So the last <laughs> the last election, fifty five point five percent of the of the voting age population turned out to vote. 55.8? 55. 55.5%. 55. That is ridiculous. It's kind of hovered around, uh, let's see, the highest it's been in a while was 2008, was 57. And then we're going all the way back to 1968 when it was in the 60s. All the 60s, 60, 64, 68, all in the 60%. percentage. They'll see an upturn on that, though, because like, it's going to be a lot easier mail-in votes whatnot. There's yeah. going to be some kind of internet thing to come along soon. Well, in the four, agree- in the four agreements, I'm having a real tough time, Whoa. like, not making assumptions, right, personally, but in business, you kind of have to start making assumptions in a lot of ways. So, I've had to try to make that divide after kind of looking over those four agreements we've been talking about on the right. show. Wait, in regards to what? So, this is a hard turn. Make assumptions, <laughs> make predictions or assumptions is kind of a lot. Forecasting is a lot in right. the professional business world. Whereas living by the, the four agreements, uh, you know, not making assumptions about people or, or what they're doing. Sure. Well, that's like interpersonal, you know, skills and for your own uh, well-being mindset. I know. But, it, you know, when you make these – when you're going by like for, here are know, four rules to live by kind of thing, you kind of just – sometimes they, you don't have the, uh, the nuance while you're going through the day. So you're like, I'm trying to, I won't make assumptions about this person, whatever they're doing. Uh, but then 
when it comes well, to like it doesn't mean you can't think about possibilities yeah of somebody's actions you know what could that mean but i think that but i'm not going to make an create, assumption as to what it is they meant by whatever but i think that'll create bias you know next next time around i'm talking to them does that make sense okay it's yeah it's just easier to go hey don't like it's like uh um i don't know going cold turkey on something sometimes is a lot easier than yeah no i know to, what you're saying moderate uh moderation on it yeah so it's that's, like that's the key. That's the training of yourself that you have to do is like being able to think about it, but also just compartmentalize. Be like, that's not that could be something, that could be how they are, but I'm not going to assume that. Which is funny. The difference. It's just it's it's it, it's all kind of about bias too. It's like it's funny how I was trying to look up a picture of uh, see how many people were actually at Trump's rally in Tampa uh, <laughs> like five days ago or something, mm-hmm. three days ago. At Raymond James Stadium, which I thought would be inside, it's outside the stadium. Mm. And I was trying to find a picture of like how many people were actually there, and I couldn't really. F- I had to decipher through like, well, this I don't think this one's showing zoomed in photos. No wide angle, huh? <laughs> right. Well, the wide ones were like, you know, very left leaning kind of publications, and it was showing like there's a bird's eye view, and I was like, I think that's like three hours before it right. went down. And then like the ones that are hard right. We're like zoomed in, so it looks like there's a fucking madness there. Uh huh. <laughs> that that the whole movie, the social dilemma, and that he just uh, Tristan Harris just went on Rogan and broke down all that shit. Oh, I didn't see it about your own like echo chamber and how these algorithms are trying to keep you in your like just it's they're just trying keep to get, them, keep you in your lane. It's time. They're trying to keep you there for time. Yeah. Right. That's what all. What do you want to hear? And so it's I'll all like you. it's half echo chamber and half uh, like what you hate. Yeah. John Paul, are you paying attention over there? Are you sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Who, Perfect answer. Who'd you vote for, John Paul? None of your fucking business. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, when did that, when, when did when did that become That's fair? Uh just okay to fucking make people tell you who I you can, voted for and shit. I can ask. You don't Nobody see, says see, that you had that emotional. To. That's what I'm saying. Like I was just asking. My mom won't tell who'd you. Who'd you vote for? I'd tell the fucking world my affiliations. Who cares? Go look it up. Who'd you vote? I for? voted for Joe Biden. Okay. I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> You're eyeballing John Paul. Idiot. Ready for him to do a move on me. I don't care. Karate kick to the head. For who? You guys both lost because Kanye's the truth. Doesn't matter. He's a visionary. Oh, was he on there? You gotta write him in. Shit. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I think. Did that- the mail go out today? <laughs> it's Sunday. Maybe it's not too late. Uh, we had an it's interesting late. conversation. This one, this is a little lax kind of uh, episode, I'd say. You think? Well, just a little bit. Um, you know, you were t- you were telling me about <laughs> we were slacking back and forth like two fucking big nerds. Mm-hmm. I don't even like comic books that much, really. We both kind of grew up with them, right? Well, so. I like the movies. They're getting me. They get me into it as a ca- the characters and stuff. But I realize it's kind of dumb as a grown man to really be into it. Well, watch yourself now. To really like love it, to no, maybe own like thousands of comic books. No, I don't own thousands of comic books. <laughs> it's like two hundred and eighty-four or something like that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But but they're worth they're worth something. So that's right. Good. Yeah. No. Uh, it, I was just going through them. Friend of the program, DJ Garbage Pussy, was over the other day drinking. So he busts out them comic books, see what they're worth. And I was like, okay. 
How do you find out what they're worth? Because we were looking at old baseball cards and comic books just shit laying around at both of our places. And uh, I would get frustrated trying to figure out valuation and stuff. Yeah, it was just, I think it was gocollect.com was the reference that I went to. Just, and really, it was just like, what could I see? Because half of them didn't have any value. Okay. Like, uh, not not like zero value. They just didn't have a, a, a established fair market value. Well, you know what's interesting about any the collectible game at all? It's really a relatively new market. It's really like only the last 60 years or right. something like that. What you were you th- collecting 200 years ago? Well, you would think like... Uh, Gold. Well, you would think like maybe early 1900s, someone would, you know, there'd be an auction house for buying, I don't know, right. stuff Paintings. that could go in a museum. Yeah. But, you know... Other than that, sculptures, maybe, that sort of thing. But there's a lot more stuff now. Yeah, yeah. maybe we just have more shit. Just we have a lot cooler shit now. Yeah. It's that simple. We're hoarders. Um, no. Yeah. A couple of dead cats and <laughs> laying under garbage. That's that's America. Oh, basically. well, yeah. That's not, that's not our fault. But you claim... All right, so you claim to be the comic book nerd of this group. What? Yeah. I didn't. Why would I ever? I would you're never the, say that. You're the you're the Kevin. Oh, Smith. guys, just so you know, you're the Kevin. Smith. Everybody, listen up. Uh, I want everybody to know I'm the official comic book nerd of the group. Okay. Just so you know, you said guru, you not I nerd. Would, okay. You just said nerd. <laughs> no, you called yourself. W- you called yourself a guru. No, I would books. never, ever say that. You said guru. you loved him. Uh, used to caress him when you fall asleep as a kid. Sure. All right, so You're just jealous. Uh, you claim that uh, Batman is not a superhero. Yeah, Batman. We got to. Superhero. I don't know how we got there, and I don't, it doesn't. I don't know if it really matters. But we're we talking about. We were talking about. Oh, I know what it was. What is? I was saying I couldn't find value on two Daredevil comic books. That on the front, one had Daredevil holding a cop by the. The collar, mm-hmm. getting ready to punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. Another one, he had a gun ready to shoot Punisher in the head who was on the ground bloodied, and it said, a bullet for Punisher. And Punisher's the best. He's my favorite. Right. Not a superhero either. Uh, he's a superhero, no, for he's sure. Not. He's, thing, the, he's the worst argument for it. Uh, what are you talking about? What is it, what's his superpower again? His cunning. <laughs> How many T's are his, in that? His wit. His wit and cunning. <laughs> Strategy, and he found a bunch of guns. Yeah, and he's angry. He's got no. He's, look out, he's Thanos. Got, all right, look. Superman is the worst character. No, well, it's a bad character, but at least he's technically a superhero. He's from another planet. It's the worst. It's the laziest written fucking. Fine, that's not what we're talking about, though. Uh, yeah, no, I'm giving you to give you this side. I have to give you the opposite side of the argument. And Superman is the worst written character because it's lazy. Oh, what's he beat up by? Something that doesn't exist in this world. Kryptonite. Yeah. I know. You, I know. You Thank know. you. In case you didn't know. Okay. No, the argument was what is a superhero? Not, yeah. Okay. Not people who practice hard or they're blind and now they can hear better and they do kung fu good. That's not a superhero. Oh, so you don't even think that person's... What? what who's that? Daredevil. Daredevil, that right? person. Ben yeah. Affleck. Right. Played Batman in him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A superhero is somebody that's superhuman, right? Right. So Batman. Batman, no. Is a little superhuman. No, he's not. Ooh, yeah. I got him on my side no, he's now. He's not. Yeah. I think, I he's think rich. his bank account is yeah, not superhuman. Have you seen the, the, the aerial, the parkour shit he's done? Like, I mean, it's pretty. What? <laughs> they have a YouTube channel, Batman. That's how he makes all his, his money. What are you talking about? 
He fought Superman. Like, he's pretty superhuman. Yeah, bro. It's Batman no. versus Superman. Again, he's that's, a superhero. that's not the argument. The argument is what is a superhero. And you have to either be bitten by something or drink something or be bombarded by some rays of some kind or be born from another planet. You can't just practice hard like Hawkeye. I'm, look how good I am at aiming. It's not a superhero. So Black Widow, Black you're, out. you're out. She's out. Who else? Punisher. Punisher. What about Way the out. guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, the main dude? He's half He's, he's a half god. alien. He's half yeah. a god. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy are good. They're fine. It's a very simple argument. I mean, am I wrong? No, I think I think we're we're going over the qualifier of what makes you superhero and super. And I'd say it's what you do. I'd say it's your it's the things you do, not necessarily the, the powers you have. By the way, your qualifiers are terrible. You're like from another planet. From it's the you're trying to say the powers they have, what they drank, what they got bit by a spider. That's, How did they that's get the way the they are? The qualifiers are their powers. No, it's Your not. Your argument. No, I'm saying if you're really good the, at aiming. Their origin of why they have oh, superpowers? Are all Olympi- Olympic athletes superheroes because they're really good they at one stupid beat, thing? If they beat up a lot of people, yeah. <sighs> Shout out Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Whoa. Decathlete. Forget Superhero. that. Superhero. No. No, she doesn't do any super good. You reversed it right back around on yourself, huh? No. I'm I'm I look Bat, Batman is you can't you can't get across that across what I he's a superhero no he's not yeah dude he does super things that's so stupid. it's what you do it's not the powers you have okay great super what how does this tie into business you tell me well I'm I've been working with a lot of uh, I've been helping a lot of uh, companies figuring out their audiences and they don't know how to do it. They think they know who their audience is. They, they, they don't. Okay. A lot of the time. A lot of, a lot of clients have I got have a reset. Had... I'm really upset about the superhero. I know. You okay? You need to take a, take a walk for a little bit? Super walk. I'm good. I think you're talking about multi-marketing towards every niche of people because you could be a company and you need to brand towards superhero nerds, comic book nerds like Eric. <laughs> and even if you're any kind of company, Guru. Nike, they should brand towards that type of person. And... You know, all other kinds of Let's niches. see your face. Put your camera on. So, yeah, uh, yes, if if that business is trying to get ner- gurus, excuse me, comic book gurus like Eric. No, or if you're just big enough that you want to market towards everybody. Well, yeah, but you're not. You're still not for everybody, necessarily. You, you still have a demo you're hitting, or a, few, a lot of demos, right? That's true. Nike's not trying to hit everybody, but they, they have a, maybe one of the broadest. Exactly, yeah. Right, there's an efficiency thing there. Right, same with Coca-Cola. They're, they're broad, but they know, hey, this segment is going to be better to focus on than this segment, right? Sure. Like the, the keto health nerds is not going to be a segment they're going to ever try to hit. So nerds don't wear Nikes? I mean, well, I know they're broad, but I'm just saying, like, there's no, you, I mean, I'm, there's I'm, no reason why you shouldn't market towards all kinds of lifestyles, really. You don't, no, they're absolutely because you, you get you only have so so much money to spend on marketing. You have to use it most. Who would you guys? Who would you guys? You know, gear this show towards? Like, who would you say that you're trying to gear it towards? I think everybody, really, Definitely like not you. Well, United really, United we we kind of made it towards anybody that's trying to do their own business side hustle or trying to think about doing it. Right? They're at a job. It kind of like. We were all, you know, years ago, we were just stuck in a job you hate and you wanted to do something else, but you didn't know, like, 
the motivational shit from like Gary V doesn't really help you. Right. And so the idea was really to do this show to like at least throw some pragmatic use every episode of, of like shit we found out or by interviewing people that would be like, oh, I didn't know this and now I know this uh, on doing your own business or your own brand or whatever. You're right. And maybe I'm wrong. Like you, I think that every business probably is pretty niche. Like you do have to gear it towards a certain like at least when you you're first starting out, you have to have a cult following in a certain niche. Of... Or, but publicly, you can be as broad as you want. But really, your strategy should be like, who's the best dollar, like marketing dollar we can go toward, right? So if you you're doing a lot of weddings, right? Yeah. And really, like, and then you got to think about who's the group you want to jump to. So you might have target audiences now; they're paying the bills. But you always want to get better. Refine those. If they're if you're doing really well, refine those. You're not going to target anybody who's married. <laughs> right. Exactly. Just start there. Like just start very basic stuff. But people don't write this For down. Example: Law ever. and I, you could target us. <laughs> yeah. Except I'm never getting married again, so Ooh. don't worry about it. Uh, but the thing is, like for you, we were talking. I I was pitching the idea. What about Indian weddings? If you can get in with that group, because they spend the most. And there's a big Indian population in this area. And that's big, where big marketing commitment. research comes in and knowing your industry and, like, knowing your clients and right. knowing what and you, you need to go for. Because you could waste a lot of time. Right. But, and you could come back and go, hey, I've looked into it. Uh, that has a barrier to entry that's a little high. I really need to – I would need to spend a lot of effort, you know, schmoozing with that group to get in with them. And so that's why I haven't a whole spent new time wardrobe there. for sure. <laughs> Sorry. Definitely. <laughs> nice. Uh, but like, you know what? what I'm saying? Like everybody's got, and this is how I break it down. Most businesses that are running right now, you've got your, your home runs, your triples, double singles. You might, the singles and doubles keep you going. They keep the lights on the triples and, and home, the home runs of the whale client. That's the big one. That's the ones you want. Those are the best. Those are your ideal clients or customers or patients or whatever you're doing. Uh, and people don't really write down what qualifies that as, as you know, it should be like, what's the demo? What's the, what is the uh, profit margin that you might get out of that group? What's, you know, that, those kind of things aren't really thought through like that because it's in a, a, a lot of people's head, honestly, that well, own the business. What do you mean? Oh, just the, what they're I'm going talking, for. They haven't I'm, actually I'm just put sm- it down on paper. Yeah, I'm talking small local businesses. But if you really just did it, like a, a, a routing tree of just like, all right, I've got three main target audiences. I don't want these three forever because I want to level up, right? right? What? And then you write the home runs. So those are the ones we want to get one day. How am I going to get those? What do those? What are those? Right. Yeah. What do those look How like? How much are they bringing in? What, and How what's, big is that company? What's the lead? Yeah. What's the size? What's the revenue? Right. When's the best entry point? And who's the best entry point kind of title? If yeah. you're looking for bigger companies, which LinkedIn's very good for, mm-hmm. um, because that information's pretty good. That data is pretty good. Yeah, most people keep their pretty reliable. They keep their profile once a year. They'll update it. So at least, but where's that entry point come in? You know, um, and like, what's the phase? If you're business to business, what's the phase of that business? Where would they need you? Because sometimes it's time as an entry point. Right. If it's a consumer, like six months, we're getting a bunch of money to spend on this. Right. And then uh, if it's like something where wedding season's coming up, when are they planning that? Right. You're, yeah. you're, you're a vendor for that. 
when when's the when are they wedding seasons the summer most of the country but it's different here it's probably in the winter i would guess sure because it's not as sweaty what's the we're talking to you john paul you're the wedding expert I'm the comedy guru. You're the wedding expert. It might be year around here. I'm just I'm taking a stab at it. I just figured most people from here that are getting married don't want to married here. The holidays it usually shuts down a lot during events. Right. Yeah. So that's the time to strategize. That's where you go. Okay, it's going to be slow. So that might be the time to kind of plan the you know how to start targeting those people that want to get. For sure. I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll bring up some other stuff in the next episode we're doing, like a little bit more of a formal way to do it. But yeah, but I mean, like, really filter out you, LinkedIn search and just do it as an exercise. That search, go to advanced search, and you can really break everything down by like industry, title, uh, size, employee size. You know, like uh, how old is the company? Sometimes, mm, yeah, that's a good one. Stuff like that. If you're targeting businesses, if you're targeting people. Maybe Facebook's a good exercise to do that in. You yeah. Know, I would say person? do it on your own first. In your mind, you know, throw those whatever numbers out you think are important. Do that first and then go and, and do your research and just kind of compare notes. Yeah. It, who's an ideal client that's going to get me recur- – the ideal client is recurring business that runs a business that's really – like that knows what they're doing, that has money to spend from an agency standpoint. If I'm an agency like I used to have, you know – the best client would have been recurring, doesn't get in the way, understands <laughs> that they need the shit done. Rich and forgetful. Well, you don't have to spend time on education, though. That's right, like a yeah. lot of time. No, they'll try you. If they spend money with you and they're legit, you're going to, you're going to, that a lot right. of that time is going to be in explaining reports and analytics and shit like that. But I, at least I don't have to educate as much because that ate up a lot of time. So you go, who's my ideal client? Who's my home run? And then work down from there yeah. and break them into segments. This might sound obvious to it, and but it's about knowing your business and exactly what you want to offer too because it's it, with the, you know, owning your own business, sometimes people will try and bite off more than they can chew or in anything. If you're a construction guy, you, you, you think you can do everything or right. video, you say you can do everything or whatever. So it's really knowing what you do and doing it well and like then – Going after those those specific no correct ah. correct you're and nailed that, it right till the end there when you really blew it and you're right I should have said that kind of from the beginning know what, what you do well if you're a service what service do you do well focus on that for for yeah, strategizing your specific skill set right uh, and then you keep working on that over time and go I am this eventually I want to have these offerings too but we're not there yet you know same with products you got products same thing like. What are we? We're a bakery, but eventually we want to add real artisan coffee later down the line. But right now we're a bakery, and we yeah. fucking kill it making bagels. It's incredibly hard for people to say what are what am I right now? Because you you think it's an opportunity, you think you're wasting opportunity. But what really happens in the beginning for a lot of people is they get too distracted, too many things going yeah. in a lot of different ways. And right. you, if you don't have a home based foundation for a business that's a startup, you're fucked. Right. So. That's good. All right. I like it. Got you got real businessy at the end. Yeah. That's we how we do we it. We pulled the nose up on it. Yippee! Go ahead and hit the X whenever you want, John Paul. Bye guys. Oh look, he does exist. Oh, he's there. What a dick. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. No Eesh. exit music? Nope. We gotta put it in later. Yippee!